recognizing that without you, we can do nothing. Thank you for the service. Thank you for our young people. Thank you for the praise dancers. Thank you, Lord God, for the order of worship that places you at the top for your King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, God, meet us in your word. Bind the enemy in Jesus' name. Amen. Get a Lord a hand clap. Come on. Praise. Amen. Now, I want to I'm gonna switch gears real quickly here. Let me tell you why it is important for you to have your children and grandchildren in church. God has made a promise and he cannot lie. Bring up a child in the way they should go and when they get old, no age mentioned, amen, when they get old, he will be faithful enough to pull them in. Now, some of us are still waiting for him to pull them in, but he's going to pull them in. Can I get a witness? Uh, I'm saying this because when you bring them up in the Lord, the Lord has the power to break through. Now listen to pastor. When you don't bring them up in the Lord, the Lord's got to break them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that some other time. And um, I'm thankful for those of you who believe the word more than the wisdom of the world. Can I get a witness? You, you expose them to the atmosphere of the word of God, to the wisdom of God, to the church, to the people of God. And the Bible didn't say they wouldn't go out. We all went out. But there's something like the prodigal son that brings us to our senses. Can I get a witness? And then we start back home. Do I have a witness? Praise the Lord. Tonight, come on up here, ninth grader in our youth department. She's going to, she's going to recite some of our vision. Come on, baby. church that teaches the good news of Jesus Christ, zealously living out the Great Commission, excuse me, Great Commission, reaching, teaching, and discipling converts. Thank you. All right. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Today we're in John chapter 21. St. John chapter 21. St. John Get your Bibles. Chapter 21, never believe a preacher. St. John, chapter 21. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm, verse 5 and verse 13. And he said unto them, cast the net. I'm sorry, verse 5. Then Jesus saith unto them, children, Phidiah in the Greek, have ye any meat? They answered, no. In verse 13, Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and fish likewise. Uh, my sermon this morning is when the fish won't bite my bait. When the fish won't bite 
my baby. Depression, discouragement, and defeat can bring a disruption to my direction, dedication, and diligence. If I allow life circumstances and Satan to take me so low, I am in a self-defeated mode. And one of man's innate prescriptions for personal peace is when everything is breaking negative to, listen to this, to return to familiar surroundings. That is, we tend to go back to find uh, some type of peaceful setting where my cares, my concerns don't bother me any longer. My pain has been preempted. Uh, the old resume of familiar strategies tend to soothe my struggles. I know Israel tried to go back when they were in the wilderness being tested by God, being attacked by the enemy, they got tired and said, we need to go just go back to Egypt. That this return trip, this return trip, and all of us, at least in our minds, when pressures set in, we try to return to environments that we were, amen, uh, used to being in that kind of soothed our hurts. John 21 is so deep with psychological, spiritual, emotional relief. It is, it is, it is obviously some place that God decided to program into his disciples what they needed for the future. They had lost their sense of calling, commitment, and continuance. They had, um, they knew Jesus was resurrected in John 21. They, in fact, John 20 talks about the resurrection. The fact that Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early and uh, the, the stone was rolled back. She ran and got Peter and John. They ran in. Of course, John was younger than Peter. He outran Peter and got to the brink of the tomb and just looked in. Peter ran in. They saw the grave clothes undisturbed and uh, they were mystified, even though he had told them over and over that he would uh, come back and resurrect from the dead. They went and got the other disciples and when you take all of the gospel accounts and uh, put them together, we find out that the first appearance of Jesus was in the upper room. John 20, Jesus, they all waiting in the upper room and he comes through the walls as molecules and protons and neutrons and stuff couldn't stand. He just walked through the wall with his resurrected body 
and said, peace be unto you. And the Bible says he breathed on them the Holy Ghost. Lord have mercy. And, 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 and all of the disciples and the women were there in that upper room. And they, this, this is not Pentecost, Acts 1. This is the Gospels. And, 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 the, Bible, and the Bible says, and the Bible says that uh, uh, they were just mystified. Thomas wasn't there. He was out of place. And Jesus came back a week later when Thomas was there. And, and, and breathed on them a second time and then told Thomas, Thomas, come here. And Thomas, the doubting disciple, the twin, Didymus, Thomas was standing there in front of Jesus, the resurrected Christ, and Jesus said, Thomas, put your hands in my nail prints and then put your hand in the hole in my side. And Thomas, when Thomas touched him, he said, my Lord and my God. And then Jesus said, blessed are those that have never seen and yet believe. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then Jesus told him to go to Galilee, 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 Galilee. And, and, and he spoke to over 500 at one time, what we call the Great Commission. And, 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 and so John, the apostle, John, the brother of James, who wrote St. John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John in Revelation, John is now depicting this incident and 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 the thing that 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 blows me away is that the the book of saint john has a has has a uh, prologue to it that's 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 the beginning of the book and 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 it depicts jesus as the logos in the beginning was the word the word logos is word he was the word the eternal word of god he's creative god sustainer god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. He is not only the Logos, but he, listen, he's the life, the lamb. He, come on now, he's the ladder. He's the liberator. When you, when you get to the last verse of chapter 1, and, and the Bible says, uh, going back to Jacob, when Jacob laid down in Pandanaram and had a dream that he saw a ladder going back and forth like an escalator between heaven and earth, Amen. And, and what Jacob dreamt was angels running up and down a ladder, and at the top of the ladder was Jesus. Y'all get this on your way home. That in order to get to God, you got to go through Jesus. And, 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 and so that, that was the second time. So what John begins to do, he gives us the prologue, and then he starts in the internals of the book of St. John, chapter 2, where there was a, the first miracle, a wedding at Cana, don't forget the word Cana, a wedding at Cana, that's the hometown of the disciples. Everybody there knew everybody. And Jesus comes to the wedding with probably these seven disciples, and, and they go to the wedding, and, and the Bible says that they ran out of wine, and Jesus uh, transformed water into wine. And, and, and it was, the Bible says it was the first miracle. It was the first proof that he was none other than God himself. God in the flesh. Are y'all with me? He indwelt the human body. And, and listen, when he, when he was at the wedding at Cana, don't, now please don't miss this, what Jesus did to transform water into wine, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't touch the water. He didn't put oil on the water. Amen. All he did was say, look, there, there are six water pots for purification of the Jews. Fill them up with water to the brim. 
Lord have mercy. And, and, and when they filled them up with water, because a wedding was a week long and the embarrassment of running out of wine was severe for the bride and the groom. So he said, we're going to fill the water pots up to the brim. And, and, and when they filled the water pots up, uh, they didn't fill the water pots up with wine. They filled the water pots up with water. And then Jesus says, now that you have the water filled up in the uh, water pots, now faith must come in. Because as you dip the water, the water will become wine. I'm preaching up in this place. Some, some of you want Jesus to change your water to wine, then he wants you, you want him to give you wine, but it takes your faith to believe that because Jesus got something to do with it, he can change, Lord have mercy, the elements of water in the wine. And then in chapter 3 at night, he's meeting with a, 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 one of the supreme uh, uh, hierarchy of the Sanhedrin council called Nicodemus, and they get into this theological discussion about salvation, and Jesus said, you must be born again. And then in chapter 4, here is a woman at the well. Uh, all, of these, all, all of these are the internals of John, and, 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 and Jesus comes at 12 o'clock, sends his disciples away so they don't blow his witness. Can I, it's a shame when you got to send Christians away so you can witness to somebody. Can I get a witness? And, and the Bible says that he asked the woman for a drink of water. And she said, I have no water. I have nothing to draw with. And they got into this long discourse on water and mountains and religion. And then Jesus said, woman, if you knew who I was, Lord have mercy, you would ask me for living water, the Holy Ghost, and I would give it to you. And then in John chapter 5, he goes up to a paralytic 38 years and says, uh, put down your bed and walk. Take, take, take it off. Walk, walk. He gave him power to walk. Chapter 6, he fed 5,000 plus with two sardines and a piece of bread. Do I have a witness? And then, child of God, chapter 9, he gets a man born at birth blind. He didn't go blind. He was born blind. And Jesus asked the man, do you want to see again? The man said, yes, Lord. Jesus put his hand in the clay and spit, made clay and put it on the man's eyes and said, see, Lord have mercy. Yeah. And then the man came away seeing and the townspeople said, wait a minute, we knew you since your birth. Who was it that healed you? And the man said it was Jesus of Nazareth. And he said, uh, he ain't nothing but a dirty, no good sinner. And the man said, well, let me preach to you. Whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But the one thing I know is that I was blind, but now I see. Sometimes when people attacking Jesus, when other faiths are attacking Jesus, when other isms are attacking Jesus, you may not have all the theological, amen, uh, aspects of the word that you need, but by experience, you, you can stand there and say, you know what, I, I don't know uh, pneumatology and uh, uh, soteriology and I may not understand, amen, uh, all these ologies, but the one thing I know is that I was blind, but, but now... I see. Chapter 11, he raises up a dead man for four days, decomposed, stinking. And his name was Lazarus. So now we motor to the epilogue 
the end. I have a, amen, an embarrassing statement to make. When I was going through college and trying to get my papers done, and they wanted me to read six, seven, eight books in order to pass the midterm or final. I found a shortcut. I found if I read the prologue and part of the middle and the epilogue, I had the book. The main thing I was looking for was the outcome. Do I have a witness? And I didn't work on every test, so don't try it. But the fact, the fact of the matter is, is that, child of God, when we look at the epilogue, it, it says in chapter 21, verse 1, after these things, Jesus showed himself to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, which is Galilee. Now, now wait a minute, because Galilee has three different districts, Besedia, listen, uh, Nazareth, and Cana, all of them are neighbors of Galilee. So the disciples have returned back to familiar waters. Can we talk about familiar waters? When I go back to South Philly, I don't have to put on no fronts. Because they all know me from winds. Do I have a witness? Uh, can I get a witness? I, I don't have to worry about diction. I don't have to worry about articulation. Do I have a witness? Uh, child of God, there's something about the familiar, something about the past, something about, amen, your, your, your circles that allows you to be yourself. Do I have a witness? Yeah, and, and, and child of God, these disciples had returned to their upbringing, Galilee. And the Bible, and the Bible, and the Bible, and the Bible instructs us that during this course of time, and I want to expedite this for the sake of time, Jesus did three things. Yes, he told him to go back to Galilee, but he never told him to go fishing. Make it clear. Mm. That's what we do when we feel sad and discouraged. That's what we do when the pressures of ministry and marriage are too much. If we don't leave physically, we leave mentally and emotionally. Amen. And we find ourselves going back to other places. I'm preaching up in this place now. Yeah, sometimes when the pastorate has plastered me against the wall, I sit up and muse and meditate about my seven years in the military. Should have never got out. Should have stayed there. Of course, I wasn't saved. Do I have a witness? Or, or, or the upbringing, uh, yeah, in Philly. Or, come on now, or some, some time in my life when I was happy. Ah, oh, Lord, when I felt good about myself. Do I have a witness? When I felt like life was fun, fellowship was invaluable. When I was with my road buddies and I didn't have all these rules to keep. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Can I get a witness? I, I just, just every now and then I go back in my mind. Amen. Because, uh, Leroy, the pain is so great that I don't want to deal with the present. I don't, 
I don't want to deal with where I am anymore. I want to, I want to psych myself out and I want to return to those good old days of yesteryear. And, and, and child of God, disciples were no different. So Jesus, listen, he designed this scenario for three reasons. That is, he had to get them by restoring, he had to restore their focal point. Am I preaching up in head to head? He had to restore their focal point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got bad news on politics. We got bad news on economics. We got bad news on health. We got bad news with our children. We got bad news coming in from everywhere. Can I get a witness? But child of God, if you lose your focal point, you'll be going around in a circle. Can I get a witness? And the church has lost its focal point. Our focal point is not just feeding the poor. Our focal point is not marching for rights. I'm preaching up in this place. Our focal point is not to make sure everybody got a turkey for Thanksgiving. Our focal point is saving souls and discipling the people of God. all these agendas up in church. Some come to church because they think it's entertainment. Some come to ease their guilt. Some become come because you were brought up to go to church. And, and, and if you're not careful, thank you for quoting the vision, baby, part of it. If you're not careful, you can lose your focal point. Can I get it? Well, why do we come here every Sunday? Well, we come here because it's the thing to do. No, it's not. We come here because the Lord commanded it. He said, forsake not the gathering of yourselves together. Well, wait a minute. That means out of the seven days, you ought to hold one day above the other six. Can I get away? You ought not stay in bed. You, you ought not make excuses. You ought not be up there on the boulevard and on the parkway running and marching for, for a good cause when Jesus told you to have your butt in church. Do I have a witness? You ought to be in church, then go march. Be in church, then go run. Be in church. I'm preaching up in this place. We've missed the focal point. Everything we want to do, we do it on Sunday. One day I'll tell you why you don't do it on Saturday. But I'll get in more trouble. Do it on Sunday, the Lord's Day. Mm -hmm. Wash your car on Sunday. Run, walk on Sunday. Do I have, go to the mall on Sunday. And none, none of that's wrong in itself, but the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then everything else will be added unto you. Do I have a witness? That, 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 that here, 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 here. Ah, Lord have mercy. I want you to see this. Please don't miss this. Jesus designs a frustration with their catch because he's trying to restore their focal point. Are you with me? Now, 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 hang in with me. Verse 2 and 3, verse 2 deals with these disciples. Now, this is the nucleus of his following. In fact, these are the ones that turned the world upside down in Acts. Are you with me? Simon Peter, Simon from the tribe of Simeon, Hebrew, Peter, Stone, Thomas, Didymus, twin, 
Nathaniel. Nathaniel was the one when he met Jesus, he said, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Jesus looked at Nathaniel and said, Boy, an Israelite indeed, a lot of gall. Isn't that right? Hanging it with me. Notice where Nathaniel was from, Cana. In where? This is a Galilean campaign. Hang in there with me. And two other disciples that we believe are Philip and Andrew. Andrew was Peter's brother. And, and, and Simon Peter said unto them, now listen to this. Now you got to watch who you influence. I'm gone fishing. Professional fishermen. We're in Galilee. We know the Lord has been raised from the dead. But we are hurting. Because we don't know what his plan is for the future. Let not your hearts be troubled, John 14. Don't let your hearts be agitated. You believe in God, believe also in me. I'm going to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I'm coming back to see you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. When we have uncertainty, we start to feel depressed. And the Bible says, he said, I'm going fishing, and they said unto him, we're going with you. So they went forth and into the ship immediately. And that whole night, verse 3, they caught what? Now, I, I tried to be a good liberated boss years ago. And we had a fishing trip. Took all staff that wanted to go. We rented a boat and went out. Went down for Atlantic City, went out, man took us out, and I remember the, the waters were like 100, 150 feet. We went out so far, we couldn't see land no more. Now, and I take it my son, he was, you know, a little young, I said, well, I'm making an impact, father-son bond. Well, that, that messed up because he started throwing up all over the place. <laughs> we out there, the whole staff, Lorna, Juan Peterson, Bruce Bettner, all of us, we out there, and nobody caught anything. Now, I could have went to Knife and Christian and got me some fresh fish and gone home and put it in the frying pan. Now, now, now I, I turned to Juan Peterson and I said, you must be Jonah, and you must be out of the will of God because something's wrong out here, Doc. Y'all full of hell. Something's going on because ain't nobody catching nothing. And that was my last fishing trip. I ain't going back no more. One and done. Takes me 20 minutes to get to Ninth and Christian. The fish just came in from the Atlantic Ocean. Get all I want, whiting, porgy, whatever I want, flounder, whatever I want. They wrap it up, they clean it, and I take it home and fry it. They were out there all night. You know why the bait couldn't make the fish bite? Because Jesus discouraged the biting. When things are not working in your life, you better wake up and smell a coffee. You can have all the experience you want. Let me tell you why Jesus had to do this. Because their focal point was lost. And some of our focal points are lost. Do I have a witness? People tell me, why the pastor doing this? I'm following the vision. 
Can I get a witness? Uh, in the name of Jesus, I, I, I got to have blinders on. I can't let Satan nor society nor politics nor economics interfere with the vision. I got to keep on pushing for Jesus. Can I get a witness? Because the church ought to be winning souls for Jesus Christ. We ought to be going out of this building winning souls for Jesus Christ. Your tithes ought to take care of the budget for the vision. Is God concerned with social injustice? Yes, he is. Is God concerned with racism? Yes, he is. Is God concerned, amen, with us uh, siding with a darkened world? Yes, he is. But Jesus said, upon this rock himself, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Look at this. They toiled all night and caught nothing. <clears throat> no bite in spite of the bait. Now, they weren't like Pastor Gordon. These were professional fishermen. They, they understood the schools of fish and they understood the gravitation of where fish go and where fish were and and, 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 and the Bible lets us know that they toiled. The word toiled means so sweat is running down your brow. You trying to make stuff work because we're fishing for finances. We're fishing for, I'm preaching up in this place. We're fishing for fulfillment outside of Christ. Yeah, we're fishing for the wrong thing. Some of us want to be CEOs. Some of us want to be uh, great. Some of us want to have our name called. Some of us, yeah, some of us want everybody to applaud. We're fishing for the wrong reasons. Can I get a witness? If it's God's will for you to be rich, you'll be rich. You, you don't have to go after it. It'll come after you. Can I get a witness? If God wants you to have the biggest church in the country, he'll give you the biggest church in the country. You don't have to make it happen. Do I have a witness? Uh, yeah, uh, child, child of God, uh, they toil all night. Now, 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 what this infers is that until Jesus approves something, nothing will happen. I, I'm, I'm trying to bring this one home. If I want to buy a franchise and, I, and I'm making out ways through a business plan, to make this happen so I can get a franchise. I know enough that after I finish all my planning, the Lord's got to bless it. Do I have a witness? And, and if the Lord, if the Lord, because without me, nothing. If the Lord doesn't bless it, it's not happening. And, and if it happens without the Lord, you ain't going to keep it. If, if it happens without the Lord, it's not going to be secure. If it, if it happens without the Lord, something's going to happen. Can I get a witness? Uh, child, child of God, Jesus, mm, in this focal point, in this focal point, I, uh, I'm in my 29th year, uh, April to be 30. Pastor-elect, listen, I came in here with a vision. People laughed at me. 
I said, if we stay true to this word, to a teaching ministry, God going to add thousands. And he must have been drinking something. No, I took God at his word. Do I have a witness? And, and, and one plants another waters, but God gives the increase. So I'm working 40 hours a week in the government for two years and traveling for the government. And then I'm down here every Monday night. We had deacons meeting on Monday night every uh, once a month. Monday night, Tuesday night Bible study, Wednesday night core, Friday night Bible study, preaching twice, three times on Sunday. At 37 years old. Other pastors, hey doc, you want to play some golf? Nah. You want you want you want you want to meet for lunch? Nah. Just a workaholic. Life, what you put in, you get out. Yeah. Nothing wrong with fellowship. Do I have a witness? So, child of God, child of God, child of God. When you look at this matter of focal point. And I ticked a lot of people off and still ticking them off because I got a mind of my own. I ain't one of these flimsy men you come up to and say anything and I just, uh, uh, forget that. I, I'm, I'm on orders from the most high. Uh, do I have a way? I take my orders from Jesus. I don't, I don't fool around with man. Well, I think you ought to die. I ain't doing that. They ain't in the vision. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the fact of the matter is, help me out, Holy Ghost, is that God's got to get our focal point together. Raymond Gordon, I did not call you to become rich. I did not call you to make your wife co-pastor. Oh, uh, I did not call you to take up five offerings. I'm preaching up in this place. I, I did not call you to heal the world with a white suit and some Crisco oil. I did not call you to be on BET. Did not call you to be great. I called you to exalt my name above every name. I called you to give uh, exposition to the scriptures, to teach my people how to live, to teach my people how to fight to teach my people how to be still, to teach my people how to pray. Can I get a witness? I didn't call you to have the biggest house in the state. Mm-hmm. Leave that one alone. I didn't call you to hook and crook. I didn't call you to be slick. I didn't call you to go to bed with everything that had a skirt on. Do I have a witness? It's tight up in here. Can I get a witness? I, I, I called you to preach the word and preach it in season and preach it out of season and preach it when they like it and preach it when they don't like it. I called you to be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, putting on the whole armor of God. Can I get a witness? You know I don't give a heaven what people think. 
I'm not a prostitute. You can't purchase me. You can't tell me what to preach, how to run the church, how to pastor. Can I get a witness? And you ought to be glad you got a pastor who's steadfast to the, to the Lord. Can I, win, can, can I get a witness? Yeah! Focal point, 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 focal, 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 focal point. Don't go back to familiar waters because you feel low. See, my familiar waters was out there in the street. Do I have a witness? See, see, this stuff is psychological. So the minute... I don't feel loved in my marriage. The minute I don't feel accepted by the church, the minute I don't feel, I don't feel right. See, familiar water said, well, let me go back to what makes me feel good. Are, are y'all praying with me, young people? Focal point. Hmm. You don't have to worry about the white house, outhouse, or black house. God's got everything under control. Can I get a witness? And the, and, the re, and the reason God's people can rest is because we've seen this picture before. Haven't we seen it before? When it looks like everything was about to blow up, when it looks like everything was falling apart, when it looks like the hellhounds was on my trail, when, when it looks like everything was topsy-turvy, and then, and then the word came out of nowhere and said, be still and know that I'm God. Can I get a witness? Won't the Lord do it? Won't the Lord raise up a standard? Won't, 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 won't the Lord bring power? Won't the Lord bring might? Won't the Lord, in spite of us, have his own way? David said, I was young. Now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Never! seen the seed baking bread. You sit in your tents and you're a little sad. Somebody said, well, how are you? You said, I'm fine. I'm just waiting. I'm, ju I'm, just, I'm just waiting. Because my God is an awesome God. I'm just, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just, I'm just waiting. Because <laughs> he said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I'm, I'm just waiting because, can I get a witness? Uh, uh, the Bible says he's able. I'm just waiting. For him to deliver me can i get a witness i'm waiting for him to bless me i'm waiting for him to bring fish in spite of my bait i'm waiting for him to to do something in in the name of jesus uh, but look, look at look at the second thing we got to get ahead look at the second thing jesus jesus not only designs the frustration with their catch their catch but jesus <laughs> yeah, discloses a fascination by his counsel. He's working on their faith now. Look at verse 5. Jesus said to them, children, idea, have ye caught any meat? They said, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and there you will find a school of fish. Now, if we were talking about a cruise liner, we could say, all right, we, this is the first century. We're talking about a rowboat. A boat like this with men in it. 
Can I get a witness? So Jesus has the audacity to say, have you caught anything? No, take your nets, throw them three feet to the other side. Because I have ordered a school of fish to be in place. Can I get a witness? It's not the first time he ordered fish. In the book of Jonah, he ordered fish. He ordered a big fish. He ordered a great fish. The, the, look, the whale was out in the ocean, and he was, amen, probably a, a blue sperm whale, a killer whale. They was out in the ocean, and they were going in and out, and they were, and then the whale probably looked at the other whales and said, well, look, I'm on the clock. I got to go. The, the, the master's calling me to pick up a disobedient prophet. So I got to make it to the disobedient prophet. Um, can I get a, he's full of hell. I'm going to pick him up. And I'm going to spit him out right in the Lord's will. Can I get a witness? And, and, and he was an angry prophet. He, he was a disobedient prophet. He, he was an upset prophet. And, but the fish spit him out right in the will of God. Now check this out. Uh, cast it on the other side. And there you shall find. So they cast therefore, verse 6b, and now... They were not able to draw it in for the multitude of fish. That is, when we obey the word of God, God is going to overload you with blessings. Do I have a witness? Yeah, this thing is deep. And, and, and therefore, the disciple whom Jesus loved, John, John used to rest on his chest. John said, it is the Lord. Now, now notice, when they listened to the word of God and obeyed the word of God, there was recognition. John recognized who it was. It was the Lord. Peter jumps in and starts swimming towards the shore. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and the Bible, and the Bible, and the Bible says in verse 8, And other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from the land, but as it were 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. And soon as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon. And bread. And look at verse 10. Jesus said, now bring the fish you've caught, add it to mine. Now, 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 listen, listen, listen to what's happening. Jesus has engineered a fellowship to help their faith. My God. And the, and the, Bible, and the, Bible, and the Bible says, Simon Peter, verse 11, went up and drew the net to land full of great fish, 153. Now, why the specificity? Now, there are, you know, we got allegories, we got uh, all kind of examples in the Bible, but it is believed that the reason 153 fish were caught is that there's 153 nations that Jesus wanted the gospel to go to. But you can only reach them as you become fishers of men and not fishers of fish. Ah. Mm. So Jesus says, verse 12, none of the disciples dared ask who he was. He said, come and dine. Come, come and dine. The focal point, they recognize Jesus, the full catch, the fellowship, and the future with the 153, and the finality is that Verse 11, look at this. 
and the fish were so many that but the net did not break now 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 what does this mean the net could not break it means <laughs> that our salvation is foolproof Jesus said, I'll lose none. Uh, Peter, whoever you get saved through fishing for men, they won't be lost. Uh, can I get a witness? They, they can never get out of the net once the net of election goes forth. They got to come in. Once, once the election net finds them, can I get a witness? They're drawn back to me. Lord, have mercy. You got these denominations talking about you can lose your salvation. They don't know what they're talking about. See, if your salvation was based on what you did and who you are, then yes, you can lose it. But our salvation is reserved in heaven for us. It's not on you like a set of keys. It's reserved in heaven. Can I get a witness? That uh, child of God, once I get saved, Lord, have mercy, I can't ever be lost. Can I get a witness? I can act like I'm lost. I can, come on now. Hey, and I can live like I'm lost, but I, I can't be lost. Can I get an amen from my preachers back here? Because once Jesus saves you, you saved. And when he saves you, you don't want to live a lost life in the first place. Can I get a witness? You, you want to live by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, do I have a witness? Once you come to him, nothing can hurt you. Once you come to him, nobody can root you. Once you come to him and the Holy Ghost is in you, nobody can put a spell on you. You can take your hair, your fingernails, your foot nails, your, you can take scales off your backside. Can't nobody do nothing to you because Jesus has got your back. Can I get a witness? Child of God, I ain't crazy up in this place. I know folk tried to root me and I end up burying them. Because the Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't getting this picture up in here. I know folk was up late at night with the potion. It won't work. I'm a child of the king. Can I get a witness? I'm born again, blood washed, blood bought, name written in the Lamb's book of life. Can I get a witness? And the Lord is my light and my salvation. And to show you I'm saved, I just pray for them. But if I was still in the world, I'd tell them to jam it up. But I can't do that anymore. Born again. Born again. Hallelujah. And I believe the word. Don't you believe in the word? Oh, I believe this word. This word is full of power. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be walking around St. Matthew's like Joseph. You meant it for evil. But God meant it for good. God took your curse and turned it into a blessing. God took your mess. And he's blessing him even as you. The more you're cursing, the more I'm a blessing. Can I get a witness? The more you criticize him, the more I'm exalt him. Can I? You know why? Because my God is an awesome God. God sits high and looks low, and no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. 
You mess around and think a boomerang on your kids. Can I get a witness? You know what a boomerang is. You throw it, and it, 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 it keeps spinning till it comes right back to the one that threw it. When you throw dirt, God brings the dirt back. Do I have a witness? When you throw hate, God brings the hate back. When Come on, I'm preaching to somebody up in here. My God is in control. My God. My God. My God. My God. Look at the final thing. Lord have mercy. He needs to change our focal point. He needs to increase our faith. But he needs to fix and renew. Lord have mercy. Our sense of continuance. Do I have a witness? So now he's one-on-one -on -one with Peter. You know about Peter. Peter denied him three times, so Jesus is going to ask him a question three times. Do I have a witness? And, and the Bible says in verse 15, so when he had dined, Jesus saith unto Peter. You know something about after dinner. Remember our parents, I, I'll talk to you after dinner. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with you. I'll deal with you after dinner. You know somebody. And you're sitting at the table eating slow. You, you don't want dinner to be over with. <laughs> Woo! Oh, God! Oh, God! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God, thank you. Shouldn't we thank God for our parents? I'm talking to a young people. I'll be out in the street. I was in South Philly, be out in the street playing with the boys. My mother come to the door at 6 o'clock. She says, Raymond Butch, it's time for dinner. Come on. It was that octave. So we out there. So the octave went up. Did you hear me? When the octave go up, you start coming to your senses. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then to show off in front of the little girls, you decide to tarry a little longer. And my mother would say, an audience will get you hurt. <laughs> now, when she takes that first step off that front door, it's over. Lord have mercy. And you know what? You know what that made me do as a child? I know some of y'all think that's that's too, it made me respect authority. Do I have a witness? It made me obedient. Can I get a witness? How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, and, and see, when I was growing up, no meant no, and no never changed the yes. Do I have a witness? How many of y'all know? Once they said no, that was it. You can take that one to the bank. It ain't changing. And we play on mom and dad. We go to mom first, and, and then we go to dad. And what your mother say, you know. And the minute they find out you playing on them, now they on you. Do I have a witness? Uh, child, child, child of God. Jesus delivers Peter by fixing, renewing his continuance. Look at his inquiry in verse 15. Simon, son of John, son of Jonas, do you love me more than these? These could be the fish or the disciples, depending 
on how you interpret it because he bragged about being more devoted than the rest of the disciples. And yet he denied him three times. Hmm. Uh, do you love me more than these? Do you agape me? He said, you know I phileo you. Two different levels of love. That's part of the problem in our marriages. We've got two different levels of love. One partner sees it as agapeo. The other one sees it as phileo. Hmm, that's a problem, isn't it? Agape love is a total self-sacrificing, serving without expecting anything in return. It's giving and expecting nothing in return. Now, there's only one way to test that kind of love. Wait till Christmas morning, don't give them a present. Let them, let them give you a present, and they're sitting there waiting on theirs, and you say, uh, do you love me? <laughs> and you'll find out that Agapeo has taken the elevator. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Don't do that. Look at this. Uh, look what he says in verse 15. We're coming in. If you really love me, Raymond Gordon... Have a bus trip to New York with dinner. Take them down to the casinos, let them gamble. Bring bingo in the church. Let everybody have a party. No, feed my lambs. Oh, let me stop, pause, and park. Because we show our ignorance when we don't know the word. The pastor's the episcopos. Epi, over. Scope is to look. You're looking over everything. Poinman, you're the feeder. Presputeros, you're the benevolent ruler. Like the angel of the seven churches in Revelation 2 and 3. You'll get this on the way home. But the job description of a pastor is in Acts 6 where it is assumed they were deacons. We don't know if they were deacons. Philip was. And the apostle said this. You guys take care of this physical business. Wait on these tables. Visit the sick. Pray with them while we give ourselves to the word and the prayer. <sighs> Most important thing a pastor can do is feed. 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 Don't hold community meetings. Don't. I didn't ask you to. Amen. Feed the flock. Feed my lambs. That's my young ones. And he said unto him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, do you love me? He said, you know I love you. <laughs> he said, feed my sheep. Verse 17, Simon, do you love thou me? Peter was grieved and said, you know I love you. Feed my sheep. I got up 2 o'clock this morning. And all I do, I'm alone, I'm by myself with God to oversee, to study, to pray about feeding. Every Wednesday night, we feed to mature the sheep, to disciple them. You saw Reverend Paul, Reverend Doc, discipling the flock, growing them in the faith. That's the main job of the church. Check it out. And, 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 and so Jesus 
moves from the inquiry of love to an indicator and an informer and, and an impartiality. And, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then he says, Peter, verse 18, when you was young, this is how, amen, you girded yourself and here's how you walk, what Jesus referred to. Now, Peter, uh, now that I told you what you got to do now, let me tell you how you're going to die. You're going to die in somebody else's hands. Do I have a witness? And here's what Nero is going to do to you. Nero is going to first make you watch your wife get crucified. I know you love your wife, but she's going to get nailed to a cross and, and they're going to put up, you're going to be handcuffed looking. And Peter looked with tears in his eyes as his wife was being crucified. Then they said, take the handcuffs off. Now we're going to uh, crucify him. Peter said, no, 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 no. I'm not worthy to be crucified like my Lord. Turn me upside down. Can I get a witness? Are you getting this? And then, and then Peter got like us and amen. He, he, he said to Jesus, verse 20, well, what about John, my close friend? Jesus ain't none of your business. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, whatever God does with somebody else, it ain't none of your business. He said, if John stays here till I come back, that's between me and John. Can I, too many of us lose our focal point because we're always looking at somebody else. We, we, we lose our faith because we don't study and read this word. We, we, we need fixing because our hearts are corrupt. Child of God, we keep using bait that the fish won't bite. But I dare you to get in the will of God. I dare you to let God have his way. I dare you to see him, yeah, like Jeremiah saw him. He's a bomb in Gilead that can heal the sin-sick soul. I dare you to see him like Ezekiel saw him. He's a will in a will. I dare you to see him as a bridge over troubled water, as a doctor in a sick room, as a lawyer in a courtroom. I dare you to look at Jesus for your victory. Lord, I'm hurting this morning. Lord, the marriage is messed up. The children are wayward. Uh, the doctor gave me a bad report. Uh, my money is funny. Uh, I don't know what to do. And Jesus will tell you, just be still. I'm on board. I'm in the ship. I'ma bring you out uh, with a shout. Uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Just keep your eyes on me. Can I get a witness? And I dare you to try, uh, try him at his word. I dare you uh, to take him at his word. I dare you to walk in his ways. I dare you to read his word. I dare you to shout. Even in the bad seasons, I, I dare you to praise his name. I dare you to make time to worship. I dare you to brag him up to the unsaved. I dare you, double dare you, triple dare you to believe who he really is. He's king of kings. He's lord of lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He's a problem solver. Can I get a witness? Won't he come in and do it, saints? Won't he save you? Won't he satisfy you? Say yeah. He's worthy. And he worthy. And he worthy. He's worthy. To be praised. Let's stand on our feet.
Focal point, faith, fixing. When the Lord saved me, I needed a new focal point. Not pleasure, but praise. When the Lord gave me a faith, I had to believe without sin. And when the Lord started fixing my heart, I had to take him at his word. My future is secure. I'm in his hands. Can I get a witness? As every head is bowed, eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus in the part of your sins, the Bible says you're on your way to hell. You must be born again. If you want to be saved this morning, just raise your hand. First of all, bless people, just raise your hand. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I see your hands. Come on up here. Just raise your hand. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Praise his name. If you want to, if you want to be saved, come on, come on. Your hands are raised. Just come on out. Come on out. The Lord knows. The Lord knows. The Lord knows. Come on, come on out. Come on. We love you. We love you. Amen. All right, boy. All right. All right. There another. Step on out. Step on out. Stand up here. Turn around. Stand up here. Stand up. That's all right. There another. Step out. Step out. The world is going to hell. You must be saved. Is there, is there another? I can ask you to come on out if you're not saved. Give Jesus your life. He died for all your sins. Was buried and rose again. Is there another? Is there